Boston, Massachusetts. Ten years in the future. Well, technically you're in Cambridge right now, but let's not kid ourselves. A light but continuous snowfall has covered the streets of the Boston metropolitan area in a thin uniform powder, like the confectioner's sugar you'd find coating a pack's worth of miniature donuts. It's late December, just after Christmas and just before New Year's, a time one might normally expect to be relatively quiet, and in a lot of the city there is something of a lull. But in Harvard Square, the brickwork sidewalks and tree-lined parks are packed with students, tech fanatics, and dreamers, all discussing the same thing, Bit Crush, the augmented reality game that's taken the city by storm since it was introduced late last March. Over the holiday shopping season, the headsets for the game sold out three times, requiring larger and larger production runs to keep the people satisfied. Though, naturally, many suspect that the whole thing was made up for marketing, and they actually had a warehouse full of extras over in Brockton or Watertown. Regardless, it is the morning of December 29th, and three of you, having just disembarked from separate subway cars, are about to join the game for the first time. The fourth... We'll get to that part. Ricky, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, uh, what's up? I am Ricky Ochoa. I am a four-time uh, uh, Ninja Warrior champion. I am a two-time Frogger winner. I am an eight-time Hole in the Wall, uh, 22-time um, uh, Wipeout uh, winner. I have basically participated in every physical uh, a competition I can find, uh, and I have beaten them all. I am a champion. I, uh, I am, I'm obviously a trans woman, and, uh, people don't, don't like it when I compete in, like, segregated sports, uh, but I, I don't care, because, uh, I'm the best, no matter what competition you, you put on me. Uh, so I assume you're playing the game just to show that you can be the best at this too. Yes, there's statement. there's not a game I have entered that I have not won. Uh, this is this is the same, but like with a fancy headset, right? So what what's new here? Sure, uh, Tori. What about you? My name is Tori, and I have studied the humble art of the sword since I was a child. I believe there is. No greater fulfillment than mastering my own abilities and dedicating myself to a hobby that brings me both fulfillment and tranquility. I have entered this tournament in order to test myself and I suppose, well, people don't use swords much these days anymore, do they? And no, that's true. Uh, I've, I've noticed a lot more guns. Uh, occasionally, you know, people just fight with their fists. Not a lot of popularity with the sword. It's quite vulgar, if I do say so myself. And I, I just want everyone to love swords as much as I do. And maybe if I win this tournament, people will start using swords again. I can show them all that swords are amazing. Okay, uh, and what about you, Megan? Hey, name's Megan. Megan Blythe. 
go by Meganbite. Pleased to meet ya. I'm just here because it sounded like a good time. <laughs> Alright, so uh, I, I assume the three of you are just heading up. Are you going to put the headsets on right away? You each managed to get one. Uh, mm-hmm. Or is it, are you going to scout the area a little first, try and get a feel for what's going on? Uh, that depends. How cool does it look? Uh, actually, Megan, your headset looks especially cool. It's not really clear why. It's just, you know, you got a little extra sauce on yours. Maybe it's kind of a blind box thing. Oh, sick. Yeah. Putting that on right now. I, th- I think Tori uh, takes a bit of time to put hers on because she's not used to the cold temperatures of Boston in winter. Uh, and she has covered herself in very large coats uh, and uh, and pants uh, to protect herself from the weather. So she 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 looks uh, she looks a bit like the Michelin man <laughs> right now and she kind of fumbles around in her pockets with her gloved hands trying to like get the headset on. Uh, and f- for some reason like kind of kind of seems like there's there's she's she seems a bit too big just just for like having uh some heavy coats on uh that you're not really sure what else she might have on under there uh to compare to that i think ricky she has like very uh like brand name athletic wear uh, basically covers her whole body. It's it's uh, it's perfect for running in cold weather. It keeps you warm, but it lets you breathe. Uh, and uh, I think she immediately like puts on the the headset and starts like warming up. Actually, like how how cold is it where we're at? Like like you said, it's snowing, but is it like super super cold or just kind of you know just kind of crisp? You know, I feel like when it's super, super cold, it usually doesn't snow. It's true. At least that's been my experience. I I was figuring, you know, a little bit below freezing, not unreasonable. Okay, yeah, I I feel like Megan's just got kind of a basic coat, some blue jeans, some uh, winter boots, uh, some fingerless gloves, and uh, and just like a knit cap. But she she took off to put the headset on and then put the cap over the headset. (laughs) Yeah, I think uh, in that case, when y'all put the headset on, it doesn't look anything too weird at first. It basically looks like a sort of slightly offset overlay of the city appears. You can see, um, you know, a a few weird little monsters wandering around, but otherwise it basically looks like you're just kind of viewing the city through a filter until after a few minutes, uh, there is sort of a codec from MGS kind of sound. And then in the middle of the screen appears the host of BitCrush. Good morning, gamers, and welcome to the Boston Battle Royale, where all your dreams come true. It's BitCrush. I'm your host, the gaming ace from outer space, Indigo, and I hope you've been having a fantastic holiday season. 
The game's first year of operation is coming to a close, and to commemorate that, and to give any new players a big bombastic welcome, we're running one last tournament that will truly have you hooked. Over the next three days, every lucky contestant will fight for a chance at the grand prize, their heart's deepest desire, whatever that might be. But be careful out there, because one false move could be the difference between success and suffering. Today's challenge is the Trial of Speed. Uh, each of you can see a little icon show up in the corner of your vision. It's basically a drawing of a little pennant with the BitCrush logo on it. We've scattered flags all around Harvard Square, and each one you pick up is going to bring your score higher. Get as many as you can on your own or with a friend to get into the top 10% of teams, or else you get the axe. And remember, kids, just because you have a flag doesn't mean you get to keep it. So you better be ready to either defend against your fellow players or run like hell. Get ready to rush and get ready to crush. Three, two, uh, one. So quick yeah. question out, out of character. Uh, have Are the three of us on a team? Have we met? Or are we just all... I don't... I don't think you've met. Okay. My understanding was that uh, yeah. you three just hopped into this. Uh, it seems like you all have independent motivations. Okay, sure. Yeah, just just wanted to check. <laughs> we are we of are course. not a party yet. Okay. Uh, one, let's rock. Uh, and then pretty much immediately after that, the feed cuts out, and most of the players here either start frantically scrambling around or trying to find somebody to partner up with. Uh, a few of them, presumably returning players from a previous game, uh, basically immediately just break off running. I'm going to I... do that as well towards yes. the yeah. uh, closest flag. Same. Yeah. Are, are we are we physically near each other? Like, uh, like... Can... Like, are we are we all in the same crowd right now? What's uh? I figured you would all be pretty close. I imagine that the three of you basically got off the same subway cars, uh, same train at least. Uh, so yeah, I am picturing all three of you just going for the most obvious flag uh, that you can see. And the thing about that is, a lot of people around here right now. I think a lot of people are also going for that flag. Yeah, okay. but see. They don't have the Eidolon. Oh, wait, we don't. Ha I don't have an Eidolon yet, do I? I mean, I think you do would we? have an Eidolon at this point. I just don't think you know you have it. Oh, okay. You could always oh. try and reach out to your inner potential and see what you can draw for. I, do I don't think. I think Tori is too literal minded to try that yet. Uh, so I think she's just trying to, to run there. Uh, and, and it, she's just trying to run in like this bundle of winter clothing that she's got on. So uh, Megan, on the other hand, is extremely uh, vibe and feels oriented. I, I feel like she'd notice something weird going on with her brain. Mm -hmm. uh, should I like dredge for this or? Uh, yeah, I think that's uh, reasonable. Let's see. Your biz is two. So I will draw two for you. Uh, let's see. I have Justice and the World. Okay, let's see. Uh, justice is more fair, and what's the world? Oh, for for a single moment, the world bends to your will. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's go with that. All right, so I think... Let me look at your Eidolon power real quick. Oh, wait. <laughs> there's no... There's no power 
row on this, uh, on, oh, no, here it is. It's, it's, uh, down near the bottom. So, yeah, you know what I think actually happens? I think Megan is not able to get to the pennant. Uh, it gets grabbed up and the person who got it, uh, just runs like hell. A lot of people chase after them. A uh, few people just break off in a different direction. But what Megan sees is actually sort of like the image of a heart is traced in neon light on the side of the wall where the pennant was stuck to. Uh, and inside a, sort of a tiny little hole, she can actually see just a lump of wadded up fabric. And I think if she reaches her hand in there, she will find that it is also a pennant, this one made of actual fabric, just kind of hiding inside the wall. Huh. That's weird. Uh, should I should I tell the audience what my shit is? Yeah, go ahead. All right. Megan Bites uh, Eidolon is open your heart. Uh, she is a navigator, and my Eidolon can perfectly sense secrets in the area around it. So I got a pennant now. Um, yep. I'd like to... Uh, sorry to commandeer this. I'd, I'd, I'd kind of like to try something. Okay. Uh, since this is I, presumably a mission of some kind, <laughs> mm-hmm. I'd like to try a ready-for-anything draw if I can. Okay, uh, let me just re-familiarize myself with how that works. Okay, draw Jen and set all those cards aside. So I will draw three cards and... Well, my, my Jen is two. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. Thank you for pointing that out. I will draw two cards then. Yes. Uh, so... I have on hold for you the High Priestess and Death. All right, let me let me write that down, and I will have those to use as long as I'm hunting flags. So, all right, all right. Uh, what about? Uh, sorry, let me check the character names. What about Ricky? What's she up to right yeah, now? Yeah, if someone else grabbed that flag, I think like she's just gonna keep using her momentum and like make a decision there if it's easier to steal or that pendant. Steal that pendant or move to the next one. All right. Uh, let me think. I actually think it would make sense for Ricky to give chase. This person is making decent time compared to, let's be honest, uh, a bunch of nerds. Mm-hmm. But I think Ricky is able to keep up with them fairly easily as they dodge down a side street. Um, they look like they're middle aged, not too much mm. of a threat, but. As she starts to close in, she does notice that there's sort of a vine covered in flowers wrapped around their right and left arms. I guess I could have just said both their arms, but uh, yeah. So there are flowering vines wrapped around their arms, and as they notice her getting closer, I think they're just going to look over their shoulder like, Oh, jeez, you, uh, you, you move fast, huh? Yes. Well, uh, you know, I was kind of hoping for a little banter. Uh, I, I guess that's, you know, I, sh- I No should, uh, banter. Results. Uh, okay, uh, in that case, green light ride? And I think they just, like, kind of stumble over themselves, but not before uh, a Venus flytrap like maw erupts from the vine. And just starts spewing a bunch of 
glowing green ooze on the ground in front of Ricky. Can I jump it? Uh, yeah, I think that'd be probably beat the odds plus Ellie. Hell yeah, my Ellie is one. Okay, uh, I will draw unless you want to do something else. Uh, draw. Alright, uh, that is the Empress, which, let me check the fate deck. Alright, so, you create something. Uh, uh, you know what, Ricky, why don't you go ahead and tell me a bit about your Eidolon? Yeah, my Eidolon is in the lead, and it can transform any obstacle I have failed that it touches into an obstacle I can easily overcome. Right, so let me think about how this would work. I think what happens is... As you are attempting to jump this puddle, um, you kind of misjudge how wide it is, and also this person keeps spewing more and more mm -hmm. ooze at the ground, so it's only getting bigger. Um, but just as you're about to hit the ground and just get soaked in it, um, I think there's just kind of like a little ankle-high barrier fo that forms right at your feet, and you end up stumbling in such a way that you kind of do a somersault and have to tuck and roll as you hit the dirt, but you do avoid actually landing in the puddle. So, uh, once you dust yourself off, you should be able to give chase again. Yeah, she, like, doesn't doesn't even react to it. She's like, okay, she just runs with it and is trying to go for a tackle on this person. Uh, now, if you don't mind me asking, Walter, what are you up to while all this is happening? Uh, I think Walter is sort of uh, observing this ruckus from afar. Mm -hmm. Now, can you tell me a bit about yourself? Oh yeah, Walter is a, is a young man. Um, well, a, a fairly... You know, not a huge uh, uh, YouTube following, but he makes some videos under the name of um, Javi Highwinds after his favorite character, Ricard Highwind from Final Fantasy II. Of course. <laughs> Everyone's favorite <laughs> Final Fantasy. I'm just shaking in my head. <laughs> and uh, he's he is someone who had played some of the earlier sessions of uh, Bit Crush. He was sort of a kind of a beta tester of it. So he he's kind of done all this before, so he doesn't feel a need to really participate in this so much as, like, uh, observe, see how the new uh, generation's handling it. He's kind of standing cryptically on a low rooftop and looking out at the streets below. Yeah, he loves to do that shit. Then yeah, um, Ricky, you said you were gonna go in for a tackle, mm -hmm. so uh, why don't you go ahead and draw POW for me. I say that. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna be the one mm -hmm. drawing POW. One. Okay, yeah, that is the devil. You profit from another Spain. I just <laughs> fucking <laughs> nail them with a spear. Yeah, I, I think they are going to try and, like, spew more goo. Mm -hmm. Ugh, I hate that phrase. Could have found a better <laughs> way to say that. Uh, but they are going to have their idol on, keep spitting whatever it's spitting at you, but they aren't able to, like, get a good shot off before you just slam into them. I think, uh, you end up tumbling down a small staircase, and, uh, when you get up, they are just 
lying on their back, just looking like total shit. Like, ugh, I'm like, I'm like 40. Why'd you have to do that for? Why didn't you stop? She like stretches and checks herself before moving on. After <laughs> okay, she grabs yeah. the pendant, yeah. Great, yeah. So you just uh, grab the pendant off this person. You manage to uh, take another couple as you go. Uh, let's see, back over to... Oh, I, I do have a, a question just to... Uh, that was a negative card, though, so what what bad thing happens to her? That's a good question. I have an idea. Oh, okay. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, so what if that whole situation slowed her down enough that uh, Tori was able to catch up to the two of them? Uh, okay. And... Tori is just going because she brought her sword, which is a Zweihander, with her. Uh, and she is just going to toss the Zweihander like a spear uh, to try and like pierce the pennant and like stab it to the wall. Because like she can definitely ha- get the Zweihander out of a wall, but she's pretty confident there aren't a whole lot of other people who are strong enough to do that. Okay, uh, in that case, I, I think that'd be a Bombard, so I'll draw Ellie for you. Okay. I assume since we don't have ties, I can't interfere? Nope. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, su- I suppose not under the new tie rules. I mean, that uh, makes sense. That's the, that's the consequences. You can't stop Iris from doing this. Boo. Alright, let's see. We have the Hierophant, which is you discover something, or the Moon... Which is something unknown or unknowable interferes. Hmm. Ooh, I have a good idea for the moon, actually. Okay. So, it seems like other people are discovering their eidolons. Uh, I think what, what if what happened here is Tori does throw her Zweihander like with with perfect accuracy except like her Eidolon unconsciously activates uh, and just completely fucks up her aiming because she's not expecting it. Uh, yeah, I believe her Eidolon is Knight of the Wind. Yes, so and when I use it, I can control the wind uh, which means that uh, just a gust of wind blows her sword completely off course. Yeah, I think it ends up kind of uh, smashing through a cafe window. Um, which I don't think anybody in there is particularly happy about it. But also, uh, I do think it would knock the pennant loose. The only problem is that the ensuing gale just sort of carries it off along with several other pennants that has just managed to strip from the walls uh, of the various buildings surrounding you. I am sorry. I am unsure why that happened. I just run towards the pennants. More pennants now. Uh, I... Let's... Let me, let me think. Uh, what's... How do I want to phrase this? Um... I would like to, I guess, reveal my master plan that I'm just going to be like the the pennants being thrown by the wind are just going to come to me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, sure. <laughs> All right. 
Uh, reveal your master plan. That's drawing. Wouldn't that be more like, uh, like, uh, what's it called? Not master plan. Uh, fate. Uh, temp, I, I temp fate. I biz. You could make an argument for challenging fate. Biz. Let me think about. Yeah, I, I, because, unless unless you planned on uh, uh, Iris's character getting that particular idol on. <laughs> uh, it, I mean, it is maybe two I know cards secrets. Regardless, say what? <laughs> it it is two cards regardless. I'll say yeah, that much. True. Um, sure. But yeah, I, I do think the flavor for challenge biz probably uh, challenge fate biz probably works a bit better. Uh, let's see. There is the sun and the tower. So <laughs> the sun. Let's go. <laughs> All right, uh, the sun. You are given cause to celebrate. So, what I'm imagining is just this gale only gets stronger. It is whipping people's jackets around. A couple people who are in the middle of running or fighting even get like bowled over as this increasingly long chain of penance just moves its way through the sky. And uh, Megan, who is Paying some attention, but I imagine that she's been spending most of this time just continuing to look for other penance. It basically just falls into her hand. How, how many of these? How many of these came to me just now? A uh, couple dozen, honestly. It was a <laughs> big, it was a big gale. Uh, that also <laughs> means good news, Megan. You are at the top of the leaderboard. Bad news, Megan, you're at the top of the leaderboard. I'm oh. on my way to take those pennants, because I was already following them. Uh, I think as you're on the way, uh, Megan actually gets accosted by another player. Uh, looks like, I'm going to be honest, he looks like kind of a dick. Like, <laughs> he, can, he can only be like 17 at most, but he's decked out completely head-to-toe in vineyard vines. He's just got this look on his face that's... It's not quite a sneer, but, like, you can tell that there's, like, an inner sneer poking through. Just picture a douchebag, basically. Yeah, and hovering over his shoulder, there is this pulsating, glowing orb uh, that's just kind of... It doesn't... You know, it's an orb. It, It can't really look at you, but you do get the sense that it is going to pull some shit, and uh, he's just casually walking towards you like, alright, now hand over the flags, and no one gets hurt. Alright, uh, what secrets does this guy have? Uh, let's see. I think, you know, that'd probably also be a dredge. Alright. Uh, now, do do I play my ready-for-anything cards before drawing, or... Instead of drawing. Uh, instead of drawing. So, instead yeah, of you drawing. You just play one instead of drawing. Yep. Okay. Uh. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go ahead and draw. All right. Let's see. That's two cards. Uh, that is the chariot and temperance. <laughs> Both okay. of my resolutions. Chariot resume. is chariot exceed- is you exceed your own limits, and temperance is you are met with an equal and opposite reaction. Oh, uh, I'm gonna go with exceed my own limits because I have no idea what that would mean. Okay, I think I can sort of picture this. Um, what do you think uh, "Open Your Heart" looks like? If it looks like anything at all, it could be intangible for all I know. Uh, I think "Open Your Heart" looks like 
basically just it looks like a, a holographic drawing of a heart on her forehead. Okay, yeah, then I think that kind of gets blindingly bright for a moment to the point where this guy has to shield his eyes, and you are just suddenly overwhelmed with basically his entire life history as little hearts appear all over his body. Like, you you know where he was born, you know what all his passwords are, you know about the one time he cheated on a history test in seventh grade, uh, you know every little crime he's committed, every little lie he's told, and uh, I don't know that most of that is necessarily useful. It's just kind of a lot of information all at once. You do get a sense for what his uh, Eidolon Sonic Boom does, though, uh, which is it will just blast you with very loud sound, um, and it will hurt if he does that. Okay. I also think... uh, because you're having to deal with all this audio at once, uh, not audio, sorry, all this uh, input at once, it does give the other two a bit of time to catch up to you. Yeah, I am... If if she doesn't seem to be noticing me, I'm just gonna grab them and keep running. If she seems to, like, try to avoid me, I'm gonna tackle her. Uh, alright, yeah, what are we thinking? Um... I think she'd be a bit distracted by the nonsense. Oh, yeah, then I'm just going to take them. I'm not going to improve. Listen, she's not moving. I'm just going to grab them. Hey. I throw her back, too. (laughs) I think in that case, uh, (laughs) this guy is going to attack um, Ricky instead. So, let me think. Ricky, why don't you give me... A beat the odds. Mm, let's say plus pow. Uh, I, I know I'm kind of hitting your off stat a lot, but no, that's uh, fine. One. All right. Let's see, that is the fool. Uh, you become who you're needed to be in this moment. Yeah, that works. Uh, think about. I'm, I'm trying to think about what that would really manifest as. What right now? Yeah, I mean, it could be like I become. I I need. I will know like what the challenge is. Um, so what what's happening is essentially as you grab these flags and start moving again. Um, this kid, his eidolon flashes, and you just feel this kind of powerful bassy vibration moving through your whole body. It's shaking you. It's very loud. Um, I I guess what I'm picturing is almost you just kind of send white noise back at him. Uh, but I'm not sure how that would happen uh, with the powers of In the Lead. Hmm. I, I guess you haven't failed at a, an obstacle right now. Yeah. So, uh, what I think might happen is that you are just enduring mm-hmm. uh, the sound. Um, it does slow you down a bit just because it is, again, kind of a lot of sensory input all at once. Um, but you are continuing to move forward. And I think this kid realizes he's not going to get those flags if he just blasts you. So he's going to run up and try and, like, yank them out of your hand, uh, which isn't going super well for him, because you were definitely much stronger than this guy. Yeah. 
Like, if, if he gets close enough, I might just, like, try to pull him down. Kind of like in a judo or, or like, just like, just pull him down to the floor. Like, when he reaches forward, just like, no, yank. Uh, no, those are mine. Give them back. Uh, I'm stepping on him. <laughs> wow. <laughs> to keep him down, gosh. Uh-huh. Sure. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm, I am fully picturing you just stomping this kid in the gut. Hey, how much is he moving? That's how much I'm stomping. Uh, I think he stops moving after the first two. Good boy. Um. So yeah, I guess the current situation is that you know you have a little under a couple dozen penance. Uh, Tori, I think, has none at this point, and Megan has two. Mm-hmm. Uh, I felt but- bad. I gave her two. But I think the um, leaderboard is sort of starting to destabilize. Other people are climbing up in the rankings more. Um, some people you see just getting knocked down to the bottom one after the other as presumably they're beaten up and their flags are taken. This is a weirdly violent game. I was going to ask if there were any rules or anything, but we didn't get into that. A, a little inset shows up in the bottom of the screen. No rules, just right. <laughs> okay, then. Ta- take what's yours by right, by any means necessary. That's the law of the jungle. That's actually the full uh, Outback Statehouse slogan. <laughs> they don't usually say the whole thing, but... <laughs> yeah, the other the other day I went in and just, like, stole a Blooming Onion from someone's table. Yeah, this is mine And they now. couldn't do anything. This is my It's mine yeah. now, by right. They complained to the server, and they just went, rules of nature, motherfucker. Yeah? T- take it back? <laughs> uh, Walter, are you still just kind of, like, God, looking blooming down... <laughs> Uh, cryptically, as you just continue to be at the bottom of the leaderboard. Walter's sort of uh, uh, jotting down notes in his little notepad about the players that are drawing his interest the most. He is writing down uh, Tori, Ricky, and Megan's names. Like, hmm. These three seem to have a lot of potential. (laughs) I'm really curious what he sees in Tori at this moment. She has a cool sword. That is true. She did bring a cool sword. Um, and then threw it away. No, she's she's got it back now. <laughs> she 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 can use recall. But also, I imagine she just went into the cafe and was like, "Sorry, sorry." Yeah, sorry, she doesn't sorry, know she me, can use sorry. recall yet. So yeah, she just went into the cafe and picked it up. <laughs> uh, yeah, that that one behind the espresso machine. That's my sword. I'm so sorry. Uh, so yeah, I think uh, the three of you are. Well, let's let's be honest. Ricky is still in like the middle field. She's doing okay. The other two of you are just no. You're uh, you're doing pretty bad. Uh, I think Tori, um, sort of following uh, Ricky's trail, uh, does end up finding. Uh, Megan, and seeing that she looks a little out of sorts, goes up to her uh, and places like a... (laughs) It it looks kind of comical because, again, she is wearing a bunch of winter gear and so she has just one of those, like, gloves that's basically like a mitt and she just places it on Megan's shoulder and says, Are you... Are you doing well? You seem to be unnerved by the present predicament. Well, I... 
I didn't know this would be like a full contact combat sport, you know? I thought it'd just be fun, you know, like, like flag football, you know? Just take it, just, 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 just grab the flags. I didn't, I didn't know it'd be, be punching and kicking. It, it does seem to be that, be the case that there is going to be a mixture of both brains and brawn needed for this tournament. I, I would propose a contract with you. God uh, that, damn it, Iris! That that seems <laughs> awfully forward, but I mean, if you want to team up for the game, sure. So angry. Indeed, I. If if you will be my uh my brain and you can you can keep an eye on the battlefield and give me direction and I will be your sword. Sounds good. Give give me a second. Uh, what does open your heart see when it looks at Ricky? Ooh, that is a good question. I will say, I, I have been successfully dredging the undertow and forgot that I have Soul Spyglass. <laughs> you do have Soul Spyglass. Uh, um, so yeah, go ahead and just uh, ask a question if you want it. Alright, Fabby. Mm. Uh, what, what would you say, and you have to answer honestly, is mm-hmm. uh, Ricky's most glaring weakness? Wait, did we play a positive or neutral card yet? Uh, Played a positive card earlier. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, the, the, I think that I'm pretty sure the last actual like move with a card was me dredging the undertow. So. Yes, that's a good point. Yeah. Uh, overconfidence because she has won this game before. Gotcha, gotcha. All right. Okay, so uh, what, what's your name? My name is Tori. Tori, I'm Megan. So I can kind of see what's up with people in a weird way. I, I don't really know the particulars, but... Uh, that lady's whole thing is that she's way too self-confident, super full of herself. If you can get under her skin, you could probably make something happen. Okay, so I need to somehow, uh, take... God. (laughs) So So I need to somehow shake her confidence in herself. Or, or we could play into it. Follow my lead. Hey, uh... Hey, hey, super cool sports lady there with all the flags? Yes, that's me. Hi. Hey, so uh hey, so you're you're pretty good at this. I've never seen anybody move like you do. Thank you. Not my what, first competition. What's uh what, what it's my first time. What's I got to know what's uh what's your secret? How would you get so good at this? I think I am going to ask you to roll Dazzle for this. Uh, sorry, to draw a Dazzle for this, which yeah. is, uh, you have three glam. I uh, do have three glam. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, we have the Hanged Man, the Star, and the Lovers. Uh, let's see. Uh, the Lovers is you're faced with two paths. Mm-hmm. The Hanged Man, uh, you must make an impossible choice. I don't know if that one necessarily fits. Uh, or the star, which is a new direction reveals itself. So, my main goal here is to try and get Ricky to let her guard down so Tori can make a move. Mm-hmm. So I, f- I feel like I want to play the star. Alright, yeah. Then I think, uh, Ricky, this person, listen, they, they clearly are 
just a, a much worse competitor than you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stars, stars in their eyes, as it were. And, yeah. uh, y- you know. I already felt pity for her. I gave her two. Like, fine, she's cute. I'll give her another one. I'll give her three. I have Aww, enough. And get more. You're so generous. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, don't worry about it. Winks at you. Wow. Can I get your autograph? You know what? Sure. Do you have a pen? Have a pen something? Oh, yeah, yeah. I've to... always got a pen. Hold up. And then she, she, she reaches into, like, a coat pocket and pulls out, like... She pulls out a ballpoint pen that doesn't have a lid anymore. God knows if it's it'll still write. <laughs> uh, I'm just picturing Ricky like trying to do do the thing where like you shake it a bit, you draw circles mm-hmm. on the page. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Scratch, scratch, scratch. She, scratch, she like scratch. T- touches the tip to her tongue to try to get it wet again. Yeah. Uh, Tori, what are you going to do with this opportunity? Uh, so I am going to do the uh, classic Zweihander technique of uh, grabbing it by the blade and just swing the pommel at Ricky to, you know, <laughs> d- do a little blunt force trauma. Okay, okay, yeah, this is going to be Scrap plus Ellie, I think. Oh, Ellie, not just a pal. Oh, wait, no, it is, sorry, I did not realize that your pal was higher than your Ellie. I'm, I'm so used to uh, high Ellie virtuoso. Yeah, no. Uh, yes. <laughs> All right, yeah, so draw in three. All right, let's see... We have the magician, the hermit, and judgment. I know that the hermit is your actions isolate you. Uh, the magician is you achieve an impossible success, and judgment is your past failures catch up to you. Uh, I am going to go with magician this time. All right. So I think <laughs> what happened is uh once again you do attempt to attack with this Vihander without realizing the true power of Night of the Wind. Uh so you end up slamming Ricky in the back and she just gets fucking launched down the street. She is uh Whoa! She she bounces off the roof of a sedan. Um all the pennants just like fall to the ground uh for the taking. And I think as Ricky goes... I just meant for you to, like, pickpocket her, dude! What the hell? I... Tori, like, looks at her, like, mitted hands and says, I... I cannot pickpocket with these. Oh, just... Hey, are you okay? And, uh, Megan's actually gonna go running toward Ricky. (laughs) I think the, uh, Gale managed to whip up several more pennants, which are now flying through the air uh, down to the three of you along with the snow Um, but I think all this ruckus did manage to attract the attention of yet another rival player Uh, this one she is wearing kind of uh, you know tattered jeans uh, kind of cheap but comfy looking jacket Uh, her shirt is stained with oil and uh, she just kind of has a whirling halo of scrap around her head. Uh, you you alright? You look like you took a fall there. Uh, just fine. Just one second. Oh, no, oh, no. Fuck. You should really just stay down. You don't want to get hit by this stuff. Uh, <laughs> did, and... did I cause her damage track to go up? <laughs> uh, 
I think it would be reasonable to say you caused her damage track to go up, yes. Okay. So I'm Fine. going to move Ricky to Winded. Ah, <laughs> uh, get it? Winded? Boo! Woof. <laughs> See, I think uh, this person's tactic is to just approach with all that junk whirling around her like a storm and just casually uh, pick up whatever penance come to her or absorb them into the halo. They just sort of, if they fall too close to it, get sucked into the gravitational pull of it. Uh, I wonder if that power still works if someone's knocked out. That's a good question. I'm, are, are I'm, you, are yes. You gonna, okay. Are you just, like, lunging at her? Yeah. Either head to the face or maybe like a chokehold from behind. Alright, let's see. Um, Pow is already won, so I don't think I can like make this a more difficult roll, but I will say because of uh, all the debris whirling through the air, uh, probably worse consequences on a neutral or a negative if you think that's alright. Cool. Alright. Uh, and what you get is strength. Which, uh, let me see. Mm -hmm. You triumph through force. Uh Uh-huh. So I think uh, what happens is you basically leap to your feet and just do an uppercut, which smashes clean through all the scrap metal and garbage flying around this woman's head. Uh, And then before she can react, you just punch her in the gut so hard that... Uh, you can easily knock her out with one third and final punch. Uh, and with that, all the things hovering around her head just sort of clatter to the ground, sadly. Uh, what, what was her power? Oh, uh, well, her power was, uh, give me one moment to check my notes. Uh, that was Revan Up, alias Scrap Brain. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the first person, by the way, was using Green Light Ride, alias Chemical Plant. Oh, boy. God. So this is how it's going to be. Uh, only, for th- <laughs> only for this session. I could not think of that many puns on uh, <laughs> Sonic stages, I'm going to be honest. Well met, humble audience. My name is Tori. Ricky had advised me that If I wish to convince others to study sword fighting, as I did, I should learn how to market myself. I am not entirely certain that I understand what she meant by that, and I am skeptical that mere words will be more convincing than a display of my prowess. However, I suppose it is worth a try. If you have been impressed, nay, inspired, by my chivalrous combat, I encourage you to subscribe to my team on Patreon at patreon.com slash playtest. For $1 a month, you can bear witness to our achievements a week in advance of when the town criers will describe the events for free. For $3 a month, you get access to the GM notes, as well as a bonus monthly design podcast where Luke and Molly work on the game. For $5 a month, you can retrieve a digital scroll of the current draft of Eidolon Become Your Best Self, and your name will be read out during this segment, so all will know that you are a noble patron of the arts. Finally, for $10 a month, you will receive the Grab Bag, monthly bonus content that will change over time. Currently, Zoe is hosting a podcast called Yuji Got Fingered? 
where she introduces Iris, Luke, Molly, and Tai to Jujutsu Kaisen, two episodes at a time. I am unfamiliar with this show, but that podcast title sounds quite vulgar. I'm starting to regret listening to Ricky's advice. In any case, if you cannot or do not wish to support us monetarily, do not be ashamed. Many times I have had to make difficult decisions regarding where to spend my coin so as to afford the materials needed to keep my equipment properly maintained and polished. You can still show your appreciation by giving us a 5-star rating on iTunes or just recommending our tale to your fellow knights. Now, I suppose it is time for me to read aloud the names of our generous patrons. Dragon Ball Torture Dexter Sinister Professor Piggy Trans Butch Joey More like Eidolon Poop Test Well, if it is a challenge you want, Sir Poop Test, I encourage you to join me on the field of battle, and then we will see who is more like poop. I I am not good at this. I should not have... Just ignore that, please. <clears throat> Mitchell Dill. Adam Rust. Nobody. Fox X Fire. Jordan Sam. Alex Lopez. John Brownlee. Megan Anderson. Queen Cat Attack. Spellbound Mage. Jennifer, Bird Wizard, Zach Weatherford, Icy Shadow, Timothy Miller, Black Album 22, AJ, Jeans, Robust Laser, and Celeste Jennings. Your support is much appreciated. You should know that I am bowing right now, even though you cannot see that since this is an audio medium, but... I feel it is only polite for me to do so. Am I done now, Ricky? What's the leaderboard looking like right now, Maxi? Uh, let's see. With the various pennants that have just been, like, ripped off of walls, I think how it's looking is that Ricky would be still in the midfield... A comfortable lead over most of the players in the game, but not quite enough to actually make it to round two. Um, and then Tori and Megan, uh, they are actually showing up as a single line uh, on the leaderboard now. It just says, unnamed team, and then like a little picture of a sword and a little picture of a heart. Uh, they are like near the top of the like band between uh, you know, bottom 75% and top 10%. So, like, they could make their way in there, but uh, it is pretty tight in the top 10%. I think this is about the point where Walter's going to step in and reveal his master plan. Okay. What is your master plan, Walter? Because he knows from his time as a beta tester that there is a, a little bug in the programming of this specific game where when the leaderboard reaches a specific sequence of numbers, it glitches and rolls over, and all the ones from the person at the top go to the person at the bottom. Okay. 
Uh, in that case, yeah, I will draw two for you because you have two, Jen. Uh, but I'm using forbidden memories, exploiting knowledge of the undertow that is unknown or unknowable to human beings. So I draw a biz. Oh, okay. So that will be drawing three. Uh, yes. I'm actually nearing the bottom of the deck, so that will be two, and then I will have to shuffle real quick. You have ten, for the Wheel of Fortune, four, the Emperor, and eleven, Justice. Uh, so that would be... The forecast is inverted. Uh, so that is actually, you succeed, but draw a singular focus to yourself. Uh, you are at the mercy of the fates. Uh, or the situation becomes less fair. I think it makes sense think... uh, that I succeed, but draw a singular focus to myself. Okay. Yeah, so, um, Crystal, why don't you describe who is currently at the very bottom? I guess it would be you, because you've yeah. not bothered to get any penance. Exactly. I'm yeah. zero points. Yeah, I guess um, the person at the top of the leaderboard, their score overflows, and uh, all of you can see just sort of reality itself seeming to glitch out in front of you, not just in the undertow layer, but it almost seems as if the real world is also shifting for a moment, uh, until it settles back into place, and Walter Wednesday is just... He has the longest fucking chain of penance you've ever seen. It is down the block. What mockery is this? Is that a magic oh. trick? I think that's cheating. This uh, this this Griffin McElroy motherfucker, just the most generic-looking skinny white boy with like glasses and a plaid shirt <laughs> and a scarf <laughs> and a messenger bag wrapped around him. <laughs> you haven't even noticed at all. Who's just sitting at the roof observing this? suddenly cackles and throws down the smoke bomb and runs away. Come back and face me in honorable combat, you coward. Come back and teach me how you did that! I will say, you drew a singular focus to yourself. Mm -hmm. So what I think actually happens is you throw down the smoke bomb and you do attempt to run away. But you've only made it a few steps before you find yourself suddenly stepping on something very sharp, and immediately after that, you find yourself stumbling over a pothole that definitely was not there before. And as the smoke begins to clear and you can take a closer look around yourself, you can see that in front of you, there is a woman wearing, uh, you know, what the kids these days call assassin core. She's wearing a black hoodie, black jeans, fingerless leather gloves, a uh, cloth face mask. Um, and on her shoulders is what looks like if a backpack were a Muppet. Like, it's got eyes and shit, and uh, it's unzipped, and instead of zipper teeth, it seems to have actual teeth. And she just holds up a hand in front of her face and says, That was impressive work, but you're going to have to do better than that if you want to defeat Camille Kuno, destroyer of all new players. <laughs> the newbie crusher, they call me. Oh, I'm not a newbie. All who wish to win this competition- Hang on, no, I'm st Listen, I'm still trying to, like, <laughs> workshop this whole, uh, spiel. All who, all who would seek to win this competition must first defeat Camille Kuno. The Iron Gate? No, that's- 
Oh, shit, that's nothing. She's, like, stroking her chin, trying to think of something. Uh, while she's doing that, I would like to try to get a read on uh, Camille Kuno. All right, in this case, I think I'm going to uh, call that an investigate roll, so I will uh, draw Jen. Sure. That's still two of them. Yep. All right, so uh, you have the Empress and the Magician, and you need to ask a question for each. Okay. All right, uh, for the Magician, what weaknesses can I exploit? All right, let's see. So you can tell, based on... You know, how she's set herself up with all these caltrops scattered across the ground. You can tell that the way her Eidolon works is that it is based more on area control than anything else. She will probably suffer in a straight-up fight. Um, the challenge is, of course, going to be actually getting in there to attack her. But um, she can't maintain total coverage of the area, so if you can find a good route in, that should uh, get you where you need to go. Okay. Um, and so for the, the other one, uh, which is what again? Uh, that would be the Empress. And uh, let me check the Fate deck real quick. Uh, so the Empress is you create something. or And it is a neutral card. Okay. Uh, what's hidden here? Hmm. Okay. I think uh, treating that as a neutral... She has managed to lay traps through, essentially, on this entire street and the surrounding area. Um, there are pit traps here and there. You can feel little creatures of shadow, like, lying in wait, waiting to strike. You are basically totally surrounded right now by uh, this woman's traps. Her abilities can only reshape the undertow itself. Um, so if you are able to find somewhere that she can't get into or somewhere where the infrastructure of Bit Crush hasn't touched it as much, you can create a safe pathway through that. Okay. Sorry, uh, sorry again that that was kind of long-winded. No, that's fine. All right, hold up. Uh, so we're just down the street somewhere, right? Yeah, I'm imagining it's sort of near one of the... Uh, kind of large, open college areas of Harvard. Um, but next to that, you know, there's a brick sidewalk. There is a slightly trafficked street. Most of the traffic is not there right now. Uh, I think you're probably in a narrower side street kind of leading up to that area. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, hmm. Can I can I can I tell where where the traps are with with my with my hearts and stuff? Yeah, I think so. Like uh if if you pay attention, you can sort of form little hearts around uh the areas where they are. Okay. Uh I'm going to just try and weave my way between some traps and go at this lady. Try and get some of the Well, actually, did she have any of the flags or did she just did she just knock Walter down and then start gloating? Uh, she actually has quite a few flags, um, probably, like, not quite enough to make it into the top 10%, but enough that she's clearly been, you know, her claims of stomping newbies are not completely, uh, made up, at the very least. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna try and get past these traps, and, I don't know, maybe try and swipe some stuff from her while she's gloating over this fucking Griffin McElroy motherfucker. 
All right. I think that because of how dense they are, um, you are going to be, you're going to need to take a little bit of time to actually do that. Um, Tori and Ricky, are either of you going to try something in the meantime? Yeah, you said I'm still, like, nowhere near the top ten. Yeah, you've basically gotten a lot of your penance stolen away now. Um, you, you, you're still, like, in the mid-range, but... If I don't see any obvious better target, I'm gonna get dependence from this knockdown Griffin McEnroy-looking motherfucker. Alright, uh, Walter, do you have any plan to defend yourself? <laughs> I think um, Walter wants to try to basically shrink his hitbox so that <laughs> so that he can't get hit. All right, in I that, mean, in that I'm case, going for your. That's fine. I'm going for your flags. Yeah, well, the hitbox I, I, on the flags. Also. <laughs> so it's like you need to be pixel perfect to uh, grab these flags. Okay, yeah, then we'll call that uh, Beat the Odds plus Ellie on Fatty's part. It's okay. She plays She plays a lot of fighting games. She knows what to do. She can do a perfect parry. Uh, that's one. <laughs> you got the devil again. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, okay. I am going... No, to be fair, to... that is a neutral card. No, that's no, negative, no. but she has... Oh, uh, it's negative, right? Oh, yes, it is negative, but it does involve profiting. Yeah. You profit from the pain of others. Uh, Let's see. L- let me think for a second if I can think of anything very clever and funny. Uh, no, I, I do imagine that Ricky would get the penance without much trouble. Uh, she is able to pinpoint, snatch up them the flags by the hitbox, no matter how small it is. I'm just, just with her index finger and thumb. Uh, and I think while that's happening... I'm imagining that Walter is sufficiently distracted that uh, he is not busy paying attention to what he maybe should be, which is uh, the shadowy hands forming out of the undertow itself and uh, grabbing at his ankles and raking at his back. So I am going to advance Walter's damage track. Uh, That takes him to Winded, I believe. Uh, And speaking of Winded, Tori, what are you up to while... uh... (laughs) While Megan is playing hopscotch and these other two are screwing around with the flags. Uh, I think I'm sort of getting a hang of what this new power does. Um, I think Tori is going to like see what that newbie killer is doing. And even though like she is attacking the person in the lead, Tori doesn't really like that person's style. She's going to rush up to where Walter is and say, Halt! The opponent is already down. <laughs> you think I got to the top of the... Uh, she, like, looks at the side of the screen, so it just looks like she's averting her gaze for a second. You think that the fifth best player in the leaderboards is going to give up just because of a false display of weakness? You must be more of a fool than I took you for. If you are not going to conduct yourself in an honorable fashion, and I will do what I must to protect those who need it. Yeah, okay, you do that. I, I got, like, flags to take care of. Art. Wait, you're just gonna run away? I mean, uh, you know, I'll, pr- I'll probably beat her up now. And she points at Ricky. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, wasn't, wasn't ready for that one. I'm gonna be hey, honest. Hey, swords, swordsman, uh, lady? 
You wanna beat this person up and split the fa the flags evenly? I would prefer one-on-one -on -one combat, but this person this person does need to be taught a lesson in honorable combat. I think uh, I think uh, Megan's gonna pop up. He's like, you know, the teaming up would be easier than splitting the winnings. Like that's a mechanic in the game. You know. I I thought only teams of two were allowed. I think again, uh, Indigo pops up in the corner of the screen. What part of like no, what no rules just right is so hard about this for you people? Okay, yeah, yeah. We can for this for this round. We can team up here, and she gives you the the flags. Uh, Megan, like Megan, here. Don't screw me over. I don't want to punch you, but if you do, I will. We're in the team now. Very well. The contract is complete. I really wish you'd stop calling it a contract, dude. But it, is she like a demon? No, I. It is. It is a formal agreement between interested parties. It is. It is a contract. Anyway, I go. Why low, do go you high. talk like a badly dubbed samurai? <laughs> uh, I've watched a lot of anime. <laughs> Go. Uh, yeah, I think she's like, I go low, you go high, and she's gonna try to knock her down. All right. Um, do you have any plan for dealing with the caltrops and the shadow hands? I have a plan. Uh, oh, okay. Run directly into them, and if they hurt me, revert them into something that won't hurt me. Okay. How about how about a better idea though? <laughs> Uh, Tori is going to uh, sweep her Zweihander horizontally uh, and blow the Caltrops away. Alright, I think this is going to be a breakthrough. Yes, uh, so that will be a POW, so draw three cards. Alright. Uh, let's see, that's Strength, the Sun, and Temperance. So I think that's two positive, one neutral. <laughs> Actually, two positive and my dissonant. Oh, okay. Uh, so you said strength and the sun are the positive? Uh-huh. Okay, it ignores normal forecast. So, uh, yeah, I'll just go ahead and go with um, the sun. Uh, right, yeah, that means so you force your way through with finesse and ease. Nothing is permanently damaged and no attention is drawn to you. Uh, so I think this time around, Tori has sufficient control over her strike and understanding of her powers that when she swings the sword it elegantly like lifts up the caltrops uh and sort of just deposits them to either side of the street uh allowing um allowing Ricky to have a much less obstructed path i think the um shadow hands are a little trickier to get rid of because they aren't really physical objects. They're more inao forms born of the undertow. Uh, so I'm going to say, Ricky, I'm going to have you uh, draw uh, challenge fate plus Ellie, but I'm actually going mm -hmm. to uh, give you an extra card because the way has been largely cleared for you. Cool. So that's two cards. All right. So uh, you have the fool, which is you become who you need to be in this moment. Mm -hmm. And the Hermit, which is your actions isolate you. Uh, let me see what the Hermit inverted is. Leaves you surrounded. That's not great either. Uh, I guess you become who you are needed to be in this moment again. 
All right, yeah. So I think, um, like with Walter, the hands do, like, grab at your ankles. Um, they try and claw at you, and a few of them do manage to gain purchase, but by and large, you are able to shake them off and keep moving forward. And I think as you close in on Camille, uh, her facade sort of breaks for a second, and she's like, Oh, <laughs> you, you, you've made it past my first obstacle, but are you capable of... Uh, and then I think you can just, like, clock her if you want. Yeah, yeah, just knock her down, like, no, knock her out. Uh, I don't think you're able to knock her out as such, but or you can definitely, like... punch her, yeah, knock can, her down. You can definitely send her to the ground, uh, she mm-hmm. skids back for a bit, um, and she does still manage to cling to her own penance, but I think the, uh, hands let go of Walter... And as Camille sort of struggles to her feet, she's like, "Mm, You four are more formidable than I thought. I'm going to have to get serious. Dangerous ground! Crush them to bits! Fuck, you don't crush things to bits! That's not- Fuck, fuck, fuck. Uh, and- Wait, four of us? Hey, hey buddy, do you have a team? Uh, we could be a team. Yeah! I mean, it seems to me that the rules are, I, I guess, the lack thereof means that, like, theoretically, everybody could just team up and then no one would lose. That's for wussy babies who can't deal with a real challenge. As for your teamwork, you can all enjoy it in hell! And, uh, Dangerous Ground, uh, a lot of the shadow hands, like, lash out at the undertow and sort of start peeling walls off of the real physical walls that they... I don't know whether the word would be surround or represent. Um, and they, like, grab them and start attaching them to each other, like, stitching them together, smashing them together, until... I think three of you, uh, namely... Walter, Tori, and Ricky are soon surrounded by these glowing walls on all sides, and the Shadow Hands are, like, slowly pushing them in towards you like a trash compactor. Uh, mm. But, Megan, I think you managed to get enough distance from where they were that, uh, you know, you're just kind of chilling outside of the trash compactor, as it were. Okay, I know. look, I know this is a competitive game, but, like... It looks like you're trying to just do a murder. I would like to reveal my master plan. Okay. So as the as the walls come closer to us and are, are about to crush us, I think um, Tori, like, has her mobility has been limited quite a bit by uh, all this um, winter gear on her. Uh, but this time, she just starts moving, not not caring about, you know, keeping the clothes intact and her and her coat and stuff just start tearing away and as she places her hands like against the um against the walls uh you can see her winter gear fall away and the reason that she appeared so bulky is because she was wearing a full suit of armor <laughs> beneath all of that gear uh and you and you can God damn it. The sun just glints off of, like, the perfectly polished silver. 
Uh, so she is going to attempt to stop the walls uh, by simply being in a being an immovable object. Okay, yeah. So uh, you said reveal your master plan for that. Yes. I feel like that could also be uh, challenge fate plus pow. Yeah. Either way. <laughs> uh, yeah, I- I'm gonna go with uh, challenge fate plus pow. Um, so that'll be three cards. Okay. All right. Uh, so you have the hanged man. Uh, the Hierophant, and the world. So that would be, you discover something, uh, you must make an impossible choice, or for a single moment, the world bends to your will. Uh, I'm going to go with the world. So what I think happens in this case is, I'm going to interpret this somewhat literally. You are forcing yourself against these walls to stop them from moving in spite of the efforts of dangerous ground. And the thing is that these walls are shaped from the undertow. They're not necessarily physical objects. You can interact with them because you're in the game and they're a game construct. But as you, as your hands find purchase, you're actually able to dig into the walls somewhat and you have this instinctive understanding almost of how dangerous ground is functioning and how you yourself might reshape the undertow through sheer force of will in this very moment. Um, I don't know if you just want to smash the walls, crush them, uh, crush them not to bits, uh, just <laughs> crush, th- crumple them down. I don't know if you want to reshape them. So, uh, what do you think? Um, I think again, uh, Tori is someone who just like takes she's a very straightforward person so she is just going to rip them apart I think uh, Camille is speechless and just like a little sweaty now this is all this is all you have to fight us with no wonder you did not want a straightforward fight uh, uh well honestly uh, I, I thought psychic walls were gonna be a lot <laughs> Oh, jeez. You're such a um, noob. You did not- you did not just say that to me! Yeah, noob, what are you gonna do about it? Noob's short for newbie, which is what you are. No, 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 newbie is just someone who's new. A noob, N-O-O-B. Someone who sucks. Uh, I get it now. Thank you for explaining the lingo to me. I have heard of this terminology, but I have not seen a noob in real life before. And if you're an N-0-0-B, then you really suck. <laughs> a knob? No, it's still pronounced noob, but it's, it's written differently. Oh, okay, okay. Walter, uh, do you, do you want to do a dazzle draw for me? <laughs> yeah, sure. My glam is uh, two, I believe. Yes, that's correct. Yes. <laughs> Okay, so uh, that's going to be the Chariot Inverted or the Lover's Inverted. Uh, So let's see. The Lover's Inverted is a choice is made without your input, and the Chariot Inverted is your limits assert themselves firmly. Let's go with a choice is made without my input. All right. Hmm. I think what happens is as you are, you know, really you are getting under Camille's skin, certainly. Um... But she's not taking the bait. She is standing right where she is, continuing to try and form new walls, which, you know, Tori can just crush just as easily, so it's not doing her much good. Um, But as that's happening, Megan can actually see 
another player approaching. Uh, this one is like Walter, kind of an unassuming person. Uh, he's wearing a white band hoodie and black slacks. Um, but behind him is this enormous four-armed creature, uh, which is just stomping slowly towards Camille. There's some dangerous ground behind her as well, but it's just ignoring it entirely. It is stepping on these caltrops without flinching. It is shaking off these shadow hands. And uh, by the time she notices uh, this person and his Eidolon approaching, it is too late. He's just like, you know, they're right. You really are a noob, Camille. Uh, and two of his Eidolon's arms just, like, smack her to the ground, uh, and then a third yanks away her penance, and, uh, he just stretches. You four aren't half bad. I'll be impressed if you manage to make it to the final round, though. Especially with that dead weight on your side, and he just gestures at Walter. Uh, and then he just kind of leaves, and Camille, meanwhile, is freaking the hell out she's like oh god oh god oh no 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 this is this cannot be happening while he's walking away i i would like to reveal my master plan please <laughs> uh megan is is small kind of unassuming person people tend not to notice her she's been kind of unaccounted for for the last several moments by pretty much everyone around mm-hmm. uh when the guy turned around to you know dramatically walk away uh megan was standing behind him and uh, trips him <laughs> <laughs> Okay, yeah, give me, give me, reveal your master plan. Uh, let's see, Megan has... Two gen. All right, so that's the star and judgment. Uh, so a new direction reveals itself or your past failures catch up to you. I'm going to go with the new direction reveals itself. Okay, I think you do just trip this guy. He falls flat on his face and... um. I, I think he is able to get up after a second, but not before you are able to just snatch a few of the penance off of his very, very long chain. Yeah, she she's gonna run, tr- like, bl- she's just gonna book it back toward the group. <laughs> I think that's smart. And, and, uh, <laughs> for a second, he looks very angry, but then he smirks, and he's like, you know what? I changed my mind. You four are going to be interesting after all. Thanks. Have a good rest of the day. You too. I'll see you in the next round. He goes back to stalking away, but instead of being all like cryptic and menacing this time, he just waves to you and uh, his idol and also waves with both of its right arms. See, it's all about being a good sport. Camille is just completely panicking. She's like, Oh, don't give, don't give me that shit. Don't give me, don't tell me it's about being a good sport. This, this was five against one. And that was Beck Blackwood. Are you, are you joking? Noob lady, please explain who that person was. Ugh. Hey, 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 hey. Well, talking about five people being strong. Do, do you want to join our group too? <laughs> No, no, so no. Your, no, no, I, I veto have, this. I have a much better idea. And Are you sure? I've got three glam. <laughs> <laughs> no amount of glam is going to allow you to convince a dark-hearted maiden like myself 
to accept the power of friendship. I want that wish all to my own, no matter how many people I have to destroy to do it. Wait, yeah. wish? That, Were you not paying attention? Yeah. There was a whole opening spiel. She was like, oh, the prize is your heart's deepest desire. Yeah, but that, I don't know, that makes it sound like it's magic or something. Like, I just assumed, like, I don't know, it was a big money prize or something. No, it's magic. Oh. I, I yeah, it's magic. Hey, I have a question. <laughs> Wait, this isn't Twisted Metal, is it? I didn't want to be in Twisted Metal. What's a Twisted There's Metal? There's no cars! How would it be Twisted Metal? <laughs> I don't... Because, you know, like, the wishes are like they're the monkey palm. And then and then it's bad, actually. Hmm. Now, Ricky, I have a question. How do you know that the prize is magic? Oh, because I won it before. You what? Is that so? I've won this competition before. And I asked... My desire was to play again, to erase my memories and do it all over again. I just know that I won. I don't remember how. Wow. You... I apparently have done it a lot of times. You should You should probably stop having your mind wiped. That sounds bad. Oh, this is fun. My... There's Wait, what was your gamer tag in that round? Fun... I cannot fucking believe that Fabby's character is doing a Fate Hollow Ataraxia. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, surprise, this is a time loop story. Wait, Ricky, what was your gamer tag in the round that you won? Oh, same. Ricky, Rick, Ricky and then four Gs. But, like, I didn't win a previous round. I won this round with these competitors. I've just been playing it over and over for a while. Uh, Walter, I do think that if you were to check out the records on this player, uh, it would show simultaneously that uh, she has around 30,000 achievement points and that this is her first playthrough. That's unusual. Like I said, I've won this before. Walter makes some more notes in his little notebook. So I know I'm going to win it again. Because I've won this before. But wait, if if you win this before, then then does that mean we also have to play it again? Because you're going to wish to play it again? Uh, see, I don't have memory, so I have no idea if y'all have been in the other rounds or if you've been stuck in this too. But yes, I am going to wish to play it again. It's fun. But how do you know that you won before? Because i that's the only memory I possess. But why would you keep that memory if you wanted to experience it again? Oh, because I, so that, you know, I think that was the one thing I wish. Know that I, I won this before. Keep the memory of my victories. Even if I didn't know how. Huh. And know that I won this many, many times. Sorry. Are you fucking freaks telling me that this game is rigged and that that guy has database access? I don't know about rigged. I'm just good. God, you really are a noob. Okay. Uh, well, fuck this, actually. Uh, and I think Dangerous Ground is going to reach out its, like, leathery backpack arms and grab onto itself and just, like turn itself inside out. And as it does, you just see these various masses of spines and horns and claws and teeth 
start to form out of the ground and out of midair and out of the buildings around you. Uh, and she's just like, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go down fighting. I'm gonna go down fighting. Easy, easy, easy. Ricky, have you ever played the game Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin? I love that game. There are so many swords in that game. No, I don't play video games. That's stuff for nerds. This is a video game! What are you talking about? This is a competition? It's very different. I think it's time to kill chaos. <laughs> I only play fighting games. Those are real competitions. Esports. Uh, Tori holds up her sword and says, Yes, I agree with your assessment. You know, one of my YouTube channels is uh, Grimnir Garland's, named after Jack Garland's. Uh, I, I got I got cookie clicker on my phone that's very nice <laughs> now, now I do think Ricky would know that in uh, the far off year of mm -hmm. 10 years from now uh, there mm -hmm. are competitive cookie clicker tournaments and she has won one yeah I did yeah I'm, that was uh, legitimate yeah that is very nice cookie clicker needs more violence but it's still it's fun Cookie clicker fights get good. So this this thing is just like transforming all the buildings around us. Uh, yes, or at least the undertow images of them. Okay. Um, and has like the the main body of the Eidolon kind of vanished. Uh, I think it's still there, and it is still attached to her back. It's just kind of like fucked up. There's, I think there's a bunch of spikes growing out of it as well, uh, and it's Muppet-like, not really googly eyes, but you know the kind of eyes I mean, are just kind of dangling sadly uh, down towards the ground. Okay, um, I'm trying to think, figure out what I want to do here. Uh, I think I'm just going to uh, rush at it and, and try to like uh, sever the Eidolon's eyes. All right, let me think. Uh, I'll call this Beat the Odds. Sorry, not Beat the Odds. Uh, challenge Fate plus Ellie, I think. Okay. Or maybe this would be more of a scrap, because you are trying to attack the Eidolon directly. Yes. Okay, yeah, then it'll be Scrap plus Pow. We have the Devil again. Okay. Uh, the Tower. All right. Or the Moon. Hmm. Okay, so three negative cards. Sick. Uh... So I, I get my my choice of pain here. It was uh, the devil, the moon, and the t the tower. The yes. tower. Um, you could also push yourself. That's true. Uh, yeah, I guess I'll actually. I think I'll, I'll go with the tower. Something terrible happens as you charge towards her. Um, there is still. A couple small remnants of the original form of Dangerous Ground, uh, including at least one shadow hand that just manages to carve out a chunk of the road beneath you. Uh, and it is enough to cause you to stumble. Uh, and as that happens, Dangerous Ground itself lashes out and just kind of uninverts itself in such a way that it is now gnawing on your face. Uh, to to the outside, it does just look like you have your head stuck in a backpack. <laughs> I sort of flail my arms around, going, "Ah, it, I am, I am stuck." 
Uh, I will be advancing your damage track. Yeah, that that seems fair. I'm stuck in a weird demon maw. <laughs> uh, and while that's happening, I think the uh, rest of the various forms are advancing towards uh, Walter, Ricky, and Megan. Hmm. Uh, so, uh, wh- what's your name, dude? Oh, uh, my name is uh, Walter Wednesday. You might know me by some other names from my YouTube channels. Uh, so you you know computer stuff, right? It sounds like. Yeah, I'm something of a of a computer geek. Can you do something about this? Whatever the fuck. Uh, Walter's gonna crack his knuckles, and uh, uh try to uh investigate. Okay, yeah. Uh, let's see. Your gen is two. Yes, that's right. Uh, so let's see. That is the chariot inverted and justice inverted. Uh, which I believe is your limits assert themselves firmly or the situation becomes less fair. Uh, let's play justice for um, what weakness can I exploit? I think the biggest weakness you can exploit here is that um, Camille was already kind of like losing control a little bit. And uh, the thing about reshaping your Eidolon, which is an extension of your own psyche, is that it's not, like, good for you, and you probably shouldn't do it recklessly. Um, so I think she's kind of experiencing a lot of overload, wouldn't be quite the right word, but just, uh, her psyche is very vulnerable right now, maybe more so than her body. Okay, and I'll play the chariot for who's in control. Alright, let's see, your limits assert themselves firmly, so I'm thinking... In spite of all this, in the moment, I would say she's in control because she is essentially taking control of all of the psychic energy that surrounds the four of you and t- making it hostile, making the whole area into, you know, not necessarily a death trap, but uh, a hazardous environment, to be sure. Okay, okay. That's what we're going to do here. <laughs> I think what he wants to do is somehow um, sever her connection to her uh, idol. To the game? Okay, to the idol. Yes. Let's see. I think probably the easiest way to do that would be to either generate interference or attack the headset directly. Yes, I think Walter is probably going to need to... Um, drop his facade for this one and sort of turn into pure code to enter the headset correctly to kind of um like cut off its power basically all right um i'm yeah let's call that uh challenge fate plus biz so i'll draw three for that now let's see the lovers inverted Judgment inverted, and the Emperor inverted. So, uh, you succeed, but draw a singular focus to yourself. Uh, choice is made without your input, or a past kindness is repaid. Yeah, let's go with a past kindness is repaid. Alright, let me think about this. I can give so- I can give something from Walter's backstory that could fit. That you know what that would actually be wonderful. Walter, tell me about a past kindness that could be repaid. 
Um, there was a point where Walter tried to uh, take physical form in like a like a drone, and that didn't really go well when the drone got physically damaged. And, like, the damage to the drone ended up also damaging his, like, code a little bit. And the the way that he was able to break out of that is when someone else, who's to say who it is, maybe it's someone in this very room, was able to uh, disconnect him from the drone so that he could, like, return to the mainframe and recover and repair his code. So he is like because of that experience he is aware of how to do this like safely okay yeah uh in that case i think even as she is trying to remove the headset you are slowly making progress and because you are aware of how to do it safely um the system isn't really engaging the fail safes it normally would uh so gradually all these spikes and horns and whatnot just sort of fade away or like stutter back to where they were originally in the shapes they were originally uh the shadowy hands are starting to go limp um and i think the path at this point is essentially completely clear to her as she continues struggling pretty hopelessly with the uh ar headset um okay so so what what exactly is going on with uh Basically, her her Eidolon is uh, failing slash demanifesting um, in such a way that she's becoming basically helpless. Okay. Uh, I think Megan is going to try and run up and just get the headset off of her. Okay, yeah. Um, honestly, I'm not even going to make you roll for this one. I think, uh, you know, there's a little catch in the back that keeps it attached. I think uh, Megan is able to remove it and just pull the headset off uh and as soon as she does Camille just like collapses in a heap uh she she's still breathing like she's not uh injured or dead or anything but uh the sensation was overwhelming enough that uh it just kind of knocked her out jeez there should be warning labels on these things uh, yeah, Tori like uh her her head now freed from the clutches of the evil backpack like i will say i was picturing it's still now it's just like a normal backpack so it was still on her head oh yeah actually that that's that's a good idea i think uh i think tori is just now like still kind of she like she's got her hands on the backpack backpack but like it's it's stuck like on her armor uh and she's having trouble, like, one of the straps is, like, stuck on her armor, so she's, she can't get it off her head. And she's like, friends, is, is it defeated? It, it is still attacking me. Uh, Can I just get, get her out of the backpack? Yes. So I assume I'm, like, bigger and taller than you? I'm just like... Mm-hmm. Well, that was, uh, that was, that was something, uh, how... What's our score? How are we doing? Uh, I think if you check the leaderboard, you will find that there is currently an unnamed team. Sword symbol, heart symbol, flexing bicep symbol, 
uh, inscrutable symbol that's supposed to look like an eye patch, but that doesn't really work when there's not another eye to go with it. So it's just kind of like a semicircle on an arc. <laughs> what? All right. Uh, and I do think that with the penance that Megan uh, took from that other guy, um, the four of you do have just about enough to crack the top 10% uh, as a little chime plays and uh, Indigo reappears on screen. All right, everybody. I hope you had a fantastic first game. Let's give it up for all the players who are going to be moving on to the next round. The rest of you can go fuck off. We'll see you next uh, next year. Very rude. It's it's part of my streamer persona. You know, I'm a, I'm a little casual. I'm a little sassy. People love it. Mm-hmm. Wait, mm-hmm. wait. We need a name for the team, and and I I, I think I've got it. What's so, What's the team name? So this, so this game is like an augmented 3D, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and we're we're all really good at bit crush, right? That is correct. Yeah. And there's four of us. Yeah. Indeed. So our name is the Crush 4D. Yeah, that <laughs> name sounds great. I see no reason why I would not like this name. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> 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 Awful. Shorty. There is no reason why I, Ricky, the character in this show, would hate this name. Eidolon Crush is produced by Audio Entropy. You can find us at audioentropy.com as well as patreon.com slash playtest. You can follow us on Twitter at Eidolon Playtest. You can follow Maxi at Maxi Satan, Mike at Mike Loves Rabbit, Fabby at Fabby underscore Garza, Crystal at Arcane Crystal, and Iris at Stilts the GM. Eidolon Crush Episode 2 will air next week on June 13th for Patreon subscribers and June 20th for everyone else. I look forward to seeing you again.